Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan. Glad that you could be aboard for the first of our second 100 episodes. That's right. We just finished our 100th episode. Hope you enjoyed that. That was the Q&A between Hall of Famers Greg Wells and the great Skeet Carr. And uh, that uh, was our 100th episode of this particular podcast. And now we go to episode 101. It's actually kind of episode 100B uh, because all of uh, the this and the next one or two are going to be based on the uh, 2021 APA convention, uh, which happened in late August. So uh, uh, it, it all has a theme, but officially and uh, uh, I guess uh, numerically, this will be episode number 101 and this is going to uh, involve the guys and gals who were elected to this year's hall of fame actually was two years worth of hall of fame inductions because uh, we did not have uh, a a convention in 2020 so it kind of combined the 2020 hall of famers with the 2021ers but nonetheless uh, we will have uh, interviews uh, some longer some shorter uh, for this particular episode of This Week in APA. So uh, stick around. Uh, our first Hall of Fame interview will be with Steve Ryan, but not only Steve, who was inducted to the APA Hall of Fame, but also his wife, Chastity, uh, is along uh, for the interview because uh, uh, he says that she is a big part of his uh, APA uh, world and part of the APA community as well. And also uh, she has an interesting story how she has battled COVID over the last year. So uh, the first uh, segment of our 101st episode of This Week in APA is an interview with new Hall of Famer, Steve Ryan and his wife, Chastity. Stick around, you're listening to This Week in APA. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan. As we continue on with another segment dedicated to the uh, most recent convention, the 2021 convention in Alpharetta. And I have not one, but two guests for this particular podcast. One is uh, a guy who I met for the first time in 2019. He won the uh, 2019 Apago State Championship. And uh, got to interview him after uh, that event. And then uh, later had him on the podcast just to talk about his APA experiences. Uh, He runs one of the uh, most successful regional tournaments, uh, the uh, APA shootout in Chattanooga. And this past year, he dedicated it uh, to our good friend, the late, great Charlie Fouché, and renamed it the Charlie Fouché APA shootout. And uh, not only is he here, but he's here with his wife. And so let me first introduce Steve Ryan. Steve, who uh, has been on this podcast before, welcome back. And I am proud to say a newly minted Hall of Famer. Hello, John. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I am still uh, in the glow of this past weekend uh, of our trip to Alpharetta. Had a great time. I know you did too. And uh, uh, kind of a... uh, a historic moment for you when you were uh, nominated and then uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, let, we're going to start with that, but first I want to say hello to your better half. And in, uh, you know, it was it was once said, behind every great man is a great woman. And in APA terms, behind every great APA Hall of Famer, there's a woman who allows him to play APA. And in that respect, 
I want to say hello to your wife, Chastity. Chastity, thanks for coming on to the podcast and welcome. Thanks for having me, John. Well, we're going to have a good time here because we're really going to kind of go over what happened this past weekend. And, and uh, Chastity, we're going to ask you about what it's like to now live with the Hall of Famer. I know it's, it's, it's haughty stuff, but uh, Steve, first we'll start with you. Um, did you did you have any idea that you were going to be inducted when you went to Alpharetta this past weekend? Well, I did have a little bit of a an idea, yes. I see. So what what did somebody let the cat out of the bag or did you just kind of uh, have an instinct that this was going to happen? Well, I'd gone down with Mike Hare back in a, it was either December 2019 or January 2020 to pick up the new card set. Mm -hmm. And we were leaving and John asked Mike to stay behind and I thought that was just a little odd. (laughs) And then uh, later, you know, I think a few weeks later, I think it was a few weeks later, I can't remember now, but I came in and my wife was on the phone with somebody, which isn't, you know, odd. And uh, I couldn't tell what was being said, but I recognized the voice as John's, Mr. Herson. So I was thinking, okay, at that point, I had a little bit of an inclination, yes. (laughs) Well, well, not only those little clues, but certainly if anyone d- deserves to be to be nominated and inducted it, it's you i haven't known you for that long steve but uh I, I know that you 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 really get in to not only appa baseball but to all the sports in fact greg wells brought that up in his introductory speech bringing you into the hall of fame that uh you try to play all the games you're a great ambassador of those games you try to get other people involved um, wh- where did all that all come from? I mean, uh, we already went into your history of APA when I talked to you a while back, but, uh, uh, where does this love of APA come from? And, and do you set out to really try to bring others into the game? Well, number one, I just enjoy the game engine cause it's while they're different games, it's essentially the same type game engine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it works. It makes sense to me. And I just feel like I'm, you know, engaging in the sport themselves and recreating the stats in a realistic manner. Right. Because especially with the baseball, you know, I've I've explained this to people before, but I think the uh, pitcher is probably the dumbest guy on the field because he has to throw the ball over the plate (laughs) before anything happens. Right. And if he doesn't do that, everybody's just sitting there watching him play catch. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and if the batter has a bat, he's dangerous. So, you know, the A, B, and C grading or the 1 through 30 grading for the master game, that just makes sense to me because, you know, the pitcher's got to give the batter an opportunity. Yep. Yeah, he serves them up, and what the batter does with it is what determines the outcome. Yeah. So. Yeah. And yeah. I've got a friend of mine that pitched for Georgia Tech who I've explained my philosophy of baseball. And he's not that appreciative of it, but <laughs> he understands how I feel, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. Whether, whether he appreciates it or not, he probably understands exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's interesting, though, what you say that really, you know, baseball, obviously the most popular game in the Apple Game Company. But the, 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 all the games have the same type engine. You're exactly right. And if you play one, you kind of pick up on the others as you go along, as you pick them up. Yeah, it makes the next game that much easier because at least you know how to read the cards. Right, exactly, so. exactly. Um, well, Chastity, let me let me talk to you now for a minute. Uh, uh, again, this is uh, your first time on the podcast. And as I mentioned before we went on air, you're only the third female to uh, grace uh, and make this podcast a better one. Um, first of all, uh, how long have, have you and Steve been married? Um, 13 years this year in November. 13 glorious years. And how many of those years has he been playing Appa? Oh, all of them. He's been playing Appa <laughs> since he was a kid. <laughs> I, I knew the answer to that, but I just I just wanted to see uh, how, how you answered it. Um, you, you know, uh, 
Steve, uh, he's as I said, he's he plays all the games and and uh, and, and I and I I'll tell you when he went up to uh, accept uh, his Hall of Fame award, um, he got a little emotional because uh, he said that uh, he would have liked you have been there. He knows that if you were feeling better, and we'll get into that a little bit later, that you would have been there. But uh, uh, he really gave you a lot of credit for not only. Uh, as I said, you know, some wives just put up with the fact that their husbands uh, play APA. But he says you really become a part of it. You play games uh, with them and uh, you guys kind of experience it together. Um, talk a little bit about that and how that how that works for you guys. Um, I used to play. I haven't really played any games since COVID because my brain doesn't work as well. But um we used to play it. I used to beat him all the time. He used to tell me I needed to uh, <laughs> learn everything so I could play in the tournament. Because yeah. I think he's one. He's beat me one time. I beat him all the others. So, you know, I'm pretty good with the dice, I guess. But I, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. But I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all it takes. All you got to do is have a as have a uh, desire and be able to roll good numbers, Chastity. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Yep. Steve, maybe the wrong person was inducted to the Hall of Fame. You've only beaten her once. Come on now. Well, she won't play me since she has COVID or I might have beaten her again. Yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> would have with my COVID. So. <laughs> well, 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 let's talk about that since the subject's been broached. And uh, Chastity, you've really been battling this COVID thing and what Steve told us for about a year. Can you tell us what that's been like? Um, to start with, it was it was like a mild flu and I just thought it was going to pass, but mm -hmm. I ended up with long COVID and every couple of weeks I had different symptoms. So to start with, it was in my brain and I didn't realize it was COVID because everybody said COVID was in your lungs. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went and got a brain scan because I'd had a severe car accident many years ago. And I just wanted uh -huh. to make sure something related to the brain injury I had then. <laughs> And they found lesions on my brain and spine. So the doctor was telling me that he thought it was MS. But then mm -hmm. like three days later, I was diagnosed with COVID. And then he changed the diagnosis. He's like, oh, wait a minute. COVID causes MS-like symptoms. Oh. Um, so we're going we're gonna to call this COVID because I think this is all COVID since you've got a positive COVID test. And then after that, it got into my lungs, and then I've, I've got an enlarged heart. Um, oh, boy. I had pneumonia three times, and uh, fatigue. The fatigue was the worst thing ever. I would yeah. sleep for hours, and just up until a few months ago, what was it May, is when I started this protocol that this doctor put me on This actually helped. I was mm -hmm. I was taking a nap every day for three to five hours just to get through the rest of the day. Wow. I'm so tired. And um, it's just mainly been brain fog and pain in my muscles and joints. And I mean, I've had different symptoms all through this. It's been the craziest thing I've ever been through. And um, I don't know. I just, I got to where I would jumble up words. I couldn't get words out. Um, I couldn't remember anything and I still have some memory issues, but it just, it was, it's, it was hard. It's been a hard year for both uh, of us, but we, you know, God carried us through it. So we're good to go. But, um, well, yeah. that, 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 that just sounds like, I mean, I mean, for that long a period of time too, I mean, I've heard stories where people go through things for three to four weeks. Uh, some come, you know, get out of it right away, but, for it to carry on that long, that, that is a real challenge. What, what's the prognosis for you now, at least from when you talk to your doctor since? Um, I found a different doctor who um, is prescribing me an ivermectin protocol, which is a very controversial drug right now, but it's not, <laughs> you see it on the news and people are talking about it's animal medicine, but it's not. They have a human form of it that's a prescription. Mm -hmm. And this doctor has me on it and it has helped me more than anything I've been on. And I have not had to take these long naps. My fatigue is gone. My wow. I'm to talk without jumbling my words. And, um, you know, they put me on the last protocol was in July and I did three weeks of it with, a, and I still take a lot of supplements, vitamins, 
and a couple of other prescriptions. But um, they said that, you know, I should keep improving. And I have been. I mean, he says that, you know, people do get over long COVID with this. So I'm hopeful. I I know I'm getting better because I can tell I'm getting better. And I've probably gone down to the tournament if I had somebody to drive me because I'm not, I still can't drive. um, Driving just takes everything out of me mentally. It's just mentally exhausting driving. Yeah. So um, that's the main reason I didn't go was because, you know, driving from Chattanooga to uh, Alpharetta is quite a drive. Sure. So um, that was the reason I didn't attend. Well, well, we, we sure did miss you. You missed a great time, but I'm sure you'll be back. Uh, and, and really, I, I just uh, keep on getting better and, and doing what your doctors tell you. And, and uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing you next June for, for sure, if you can make it down. Um, and I know one of the things that you do, and, and I mentioned uh, the Chattanooga shootout that uh, that actually you uh, put together Um uh, this year, it was uh, renamed the Charlie Fouché Apple Shootout. Um, and, and Steve mentioned that, you know, he always depends on you to really help out and you do the, 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 uh, the lion's share of the work. Uh, uh, but, but Steve, talk about that a little bit, what it was like doing the tournament without Chastity being there to be able to help you as much. And, and mention Mike Carrow because he really did a nice job of picking up the pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... He helps a lot, and, uh, you know, this past year with the COVID protocol-type uh, situation in place, we weren't able to actually have food. Uh, uh, we, we, we had a lunch kind of catered in. Yeah. We had everybody place an order beforehand, so we had lunch catered in. But usually we have, you know, like a crock pot with some mm-hmm. warm things in it. Sure. And uh, we'll have some, you know, sub-top sub, sub sandwiches on a tray. And then we'll have some other snacks and things, which we were able to do the Little Debbie's because those are a, kind of a Chattanooga area icon. <laughs> right. And we had moon pies because those are made in Chattanooga area. But we weren't able to, you know, like I said, offer the ready-made hot stuff that we kind of have right yeah. there available. Yeah, and usually I'm always I'm always helping with taking photos and videos so we can update it on Facebook, letting people know who's ahead and you know yeah. what stats are. And my sister Kim, she also helps. She's um she's kind of our media person. She does a lot of the uh, videoing and things like that as well for the tournament. Huh. So you guys have a whole production going on down there. You guys <laughs> do it up right. And like I said, it is one of the most successful and popular. Uh, regional tournaments that that APA has and 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 seeing that you got that whole team in place uh, now I can see why well it takes that many people to overcome my incompetence (laughs) (laughs) uh, my my brother actually helps us out with uh getting the hotel room because he gets us a very uh lucrative rate because he works at the hotel where we have the tournament so, mm, I see. Okay. Yeah, that helps. Well, they're, they're just another uh, another piece of the puzzle there that makes this whole thing happen. And uh, uh, I, I'm I'm going to have to get down now. Chattanooga is about halfway between here and uh, Atlanta or the Alpharetta area where uh, where we went. So uh, I think I'm going to have to uh, make a trip down there and uh, and and enter and see how this all all works out but uh yeah it is a great tournament and how long have you been doing this tournament uh, steve and chastity we've had three tournaments charlie won the first one right and then frank fume won the uh second one and this past year uh the other people left their good dice at home and i was able to win there you go so you won your own tournament which isn't bad you're allowed to do that 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 all counts but uh yeah and it it really is and from everything that i've heard and the people that have played into that i've talked to uh say it really is a a well-run uh tournament that is a whole lot of fun um getting back to this past weekend steve i mean uh, obviously the hall of fame 
uh, had to be the highlight for you. But uh, and just talk about some of the other things that that you personally enjoy. I mean, everybody's got their own uh, uh, takes from the from the convention. Uh, wh- what do you usually take away from it? Usually, just the time spent with people that I only get to see, you know, one time a year, maybe. You know, if I go to another regional tournament up toward the uh, Midwest or, you know, kind of toward the Northeast, I'll get to see somebody, you know, one or two people up there. Yeah. It's really just the time spent with the other people. You know, there's a man, I can't name all the people that I've got their phone numbers and emails and we'll email back and forth and text back and forth. And then we, you know, talk on the forums and stuff. So we're able to keep in contact throughout the year. Yeah. And, you know, we bounce ideas off each other for, uh, you know, different things, but it's just really a close knit community. And the games are just kind of the excuse for getting together and seeing people that you really grow to care about and just enjoy their friendship. Yeah, and, and, and I hear that all the time, too. In fact, I was sitting at, at a table uh, late Saturday night, and I was talking with uh, Dick Moore and, uh, and uh, Ken Kraft, and, and a couple other guys would walk by and put in their two cents worth. And Dick said, you know, this is the best part of the weekend. It, it, it's, it's great to play the games and the tournaments and the home run derby. He said, but uh, just, the, the, just the conversation, just shooting the, the BS, if you will, um, with all these guys that, like you said, you may see once a year and, uh, and we missed last year. So it's been a couple of years, but that seems to be the thing. It's the, the camaraderie. And I say this so many times, but the community that really makes it all worthwhile. Oh, that is so correct. Yeah. And, and everybody always has a great time. And I, you know, I was telling you, I, I, and how many times over the weekend I say, uh, Steve, you know, I, I, I need a few minutes with you to talk about, uh, the, the Hall of Fame and and your induction and and then I'd see and you were you were playing the game. I think you you were you in the semifinals of the of the tournament. No, I lost out in the uh, quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Oh yeah, Roy. Yeah, Roy. Roy went to the semifinals and then yeah. he lost and uh, right. eventually won by Steve Scoff. And Steve went just he I call him the Appa Savant, uh, but. I, I didn't call him the idiot savant. I want that to be clear. I, I didn't say that about Steve. Right. But he wins a lot. He wins a lot of tournaments. He's a great guy too. But uh, uh, yeah, the 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 weekend it, it seemed to go uh, really well. And uh, after missing twenty twenty, uh, a a well, I, I thought it was a well attended uh, convention considering uh, the the rise of COVID again. Yeah, I was surprised we had as many people as we did because I thought there would be a little more reluctance with this recent outbreak or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And also, uh, Sunday morning, I saw you go out in the hallway with David Small to talk to him, and so I ran up to the room to get my stuff out and put it in the car. When I came back down, they said you had hit the road. (laughs) I I snuck. I did because I went around the room after as I was getting ready to leave and I was specifically going to tell you, look, Steve, let's wait till you get home and then we can get Chastity out as part of the show. And when I walked to the back of the room where you were, you weren't there anymore. And I right. thought, well, you know, Ken was a little itchy to get going. And so uh, I, I just uh, d- departed at that point in time. But, yeah, you, you were you're, you're kind of like a ninja, man. You, you you move in and out real quick and it's hard. To, it's hard to catch you. Oh, I'm but, still. Uh, there's, I, I there's, don't. I don't know that side of you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I know. I mean, you think a guy that uh, you know that size wouldn't be able to move as quickly and and uh, and get and get in and out, but the way he does, but he he really did. He and and like I said, Steve's all over the place. I mean, he's playing all the games and and uh, he, he's trying them out, and it's it's just it's just so much fun. And I think you have more as much fun as everybody because you do play all of the games and know a little bit about them. Well, yeah, and it's fun, you know, learning learning games that I'm not as familiar with because, mm-hmm. you know, I've, been, I've played the hockey game a couple times and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know hockey rules because we don't get a whole lot of ice down here <laughs> in the South. Right. I don't even know. I think we still have a seasonal ice rink that they put some water somewhere and freeze it. But... <laughs> You know, we just, 
I just don't know anything about the game. And I mean, I've been trying to listen to audio books in between my baseball books I listen to. Yeah. To gain some knowledge and learn some names, you know, but there's only yeah. so much I can learn, I guess. Yeah. Well, and you, but, but that's the thing. I mean, you give it a shot. You, you make the effort and, and a lot of time, and listen, I'm guilty of it too. I'll look at some, you know, like the soccer game. I, I really don't care for soccer. Um, and, and, but I know my grandkids kind of like it and I'm thinking, uh, you know, maybe I should really kind of check. And I just don't, I, you know, I, I want to do the baseball game. I want to do my replay. Uh, and I don't take the time to do it, but you're a guy that, Hey, you just jump in both feet and, and, and see what it's like. And, and I think you're a better, you're a better person for it, a better app person for sure. Yeah. Well, I did play some soccer when I was in high school and, uh, you know, I've actually coached it a year or two. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But, uh, you know, it's, it's essentially kickball without bases. <laughs> so, yeah. You always you always have a succinct way of putting things, Steve. I will give you that. You you do you can put things in perspective very very quickly. Uh, yeah. Chastity, I, I, I'm going to give you the last word of this podcast. So you were so gracious to coming on. Um, what's the best part for you being married to a a guy who is so involved in APA and it's different games. What, what, what's the best part? What's the most interesting part? Um, the best part is I know where he is all the time. I don't have to worry about it. Where is he at? What's he doing? I know he's there rolling dice. I know when he's home because I hear the dice. <laughs> I, that is so funny. I bet you I heard that a half a dozen times at least over this past weekend. And 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 that's it. It's that's it. The wives know all they got to do is hear that, and they know that all it is is that. But that's they they may have a, another girlfriend, but it involves a shaker and dice. That's all. <laughs> that is true. Oh, that is fantastic. Well, listen, you two, I, I Steve, I I always just love talking to you, whether it's for two minutes or whether it's for. 25 30 minutes like we've done today uh, uh again thank you for being a, a part of the pod, uh, podcast congratulations on well, the thanks. whole thing you are definitely well deserved uh of that award um and uh, chastity thanks so much for coming on and listen really stay healthy be safe uh and we really hope that that you recover quickly and we can see you uh maybe in alpharetta next time or maybe at one of the regional tournaments Come to Chattanooga. I'm going to be there in February. There you go. I, I just might do that. That sounds like just enough time for me to get ready for a tournament. <laughs> Steve, thanks again. Congratulations. And uh, can't wait to talk to you guys again. Well, John, thank you. And that does lead me to one final question for you. Is, and I also want to congratulate you for being in the Hall of Fame as well. No, thank you. Do you feel like it's better to interview Hall of Famers or interview as a Hall of Famer? <laughs> Uh, you know, that's a great question. Um, I think it gives me a little panache now that I can be a Hall because I used to I used to make sure every time I did interview a Hall of Famer, I made sure I called them a Hall of Famer because it was important uh, to, for me to do so. But uh, uh, I don't know, man. I, I you know, I don't think I've still fully come to terms with the fact that I got inducted. It's it's. Uh, if anything, the first thing I said when I went up there was, I really don't deserve this. And there are a lot of people in that room that I think probably deserve it more than me. But I just appreciate the fact that the community appreciates, uh, you know, what I've done with this podcast, how I kind of try to uh, uh, bring uh, the APA community together, talk about things that maybe they haven't heard from some of the old timers that uh, really haven't had a chance to express uh uh, the, the things that they know about uh, the history of APA and, and how they came up in it. And it's always, it's just so much fun for me to do. Um, I not only like to talk to guys like you three and four times, I, I really enjoy the, the first times that I, I get a hold of people and, and they tell me their history of the game and how they got started. Um, I, I, I guess you asked a simple question. I gave you a real complicated answer, but uh uh, I, I don't know. Give me, give me about uh, six months, Steve, and I'll tell you if it's better 
to interview a Hall of Famer to be one. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, like I've said, it's very humbling, and I, you know, I just want to live up to the standards of the great Hall of Famers that have gone before us. And also, since you're kind of a newlywed like I am, right? I always <laughs> just tell people, hey, do you want to kiss the ring? <laughs> you know. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, that's probably better than what I did. Uh, when I walked into the house, uh, I, I told my wife, Trish, I said, uh, uh, can you get to call a famer a cup of coffee? And uh, I think you know pretty much where that went. Absolutely nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> thanks, Steve. I, I learned my lesson real quick there. <laughs> well, thanks, Steve, it's Steve and Chastity, thank you so much for being thank a part you. of the program. And we hope to talk to you real, real soon. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. That uh, was Steve Ryan and his wife, Chastity, uh, talking about, oh, well, Steve being inducted to the Hall of Fame, Chastity uh, right by his side and helping out in the, uh, the Chattanooga shootout, the Charlie Fouché Appa, uh, shootout in Chattanooga that they host, and uh, uh, two great people that uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I know I did. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap this up right here on This Week in APA. My next Hall of Fame interview is with a woman who is married to another Hall of Famer. She is Dr. Rebecca Peterson, who is married to Hall of Famer John Cochran. And I know everybody that's been to the APA conventions know John. He's, he's easy to find. He's easy to talk to. And, uh, uh, it's one of the most gregarious people uh, that you'll ever want to meet uh, outside or inside of the APA convention. But uh, uh, his wife, Rebecca, was honored with uh, the Hall of Fame plaque uh, during uh, this year's convention. And uh, she has done a lot of great things and really things that we won't be able to get to because this is a very short conversation, about a four and a half minute talk outside of the conference room. I, I I uh, wish I would have had more time to talk to her and do plan on uh, uh, getting her to do a full length uh, podcast with me at some point in the future. But the best I can do right now is just a short talk with one of the newest Hall of Famers, Dr. Rebecca Peterson. Here it is. John Aslan back here at the Alpharetta Convention 2021, and I'm here with one of the newest members of the Hall of Fame, Dr. Rebecca Peterson. And I got to tell you, when you went up there, it was it was an emotional thing for you. Uh, you've been here for a long, long time. I, I met you here two years ago. But how did you feel when you heard your name called as a Hall of Fame member? Yeah, I was really surprised. Um, I heard Greg talking about the inductee and and then when he said my name, I was like, me? <laughs> and then all this emotion, it was like, really? Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, I became tearful right away. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. I, of course, Randy was back there crying, too, so that didn't help. I was going to say, I don't know who was more emotional. You were Randy. but <laughs> Probably Randy. <laughs> He's a soft one, old Randy. But, uh, you know, and when, when people talked about all of your accomplishments and, and what you meant to the community and, 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 and the different – people that you have touched here and and elsewhere you know a lot of times and I know I myself felt like I'm not really deserving of this but when you really hear the things from people around you you realize that you really have meant a lot and and I know that for a fact so how does it feel to be first of all part of this community and to know that you were appreciated enough that they thought of you for the hall of fame The thing is, is this community has welcomed me. See, I'm going to cry again. No, you won't. Uh, welcomed me from the very beginning. I'm, you know, when I first started showing up with John, um, I just was, I was the pinch, the pinch player. Yeah. It was like, oh, will you play if we need somebody? Yeah, right. And so I just hung around and read my book, and I was working on my, I was working on my master's thesis and my dissertation, and these guys watched me finish my degree, and yeah. they thought I was for a long time, doing some sort of research study on them. But <laughs> Somebody should, to be honest with you. And then it got to the point where John had all these cards he needed to give away, so I would give away cards to people, and then I would just chat with everyone. And, yeah, so I've been integrated and very welcomed since yeah. the very beginning. 
Um, and then, yeah, I started hearing them talk about projects. We want to do this and we want to do that. And I was like, well, I can make that happen. Yeah. I can make that happen. Yeah. And so I was kind of this facilitator. Yeah. Um, and, and this is a great thing to support. Um, I think maybe it was in 2003 or four or something like that. I was interviewed by somebody for the Times story that, that was being done yeah, at that right, point in time. Right. And I was like, yeah, I support my husband doing this. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? He's not out the bar. He's not spending tons of money on <laughs> loose women or whatever he, whatever people do in their spare time. Right. I can definitely support this. Yeah. And yeah. not only that, I'm, I'm welcomed here, and yeah. I've been very integrated into the community. So, yeah. Not only are you welcomed here, but you welcome everybody in when you're here. I know that you did that for me when I <clears throat> was just walking by. Uh, I remember seeing you and John at the bar, and John said, come on over here, and he introduced us. And, mm-hmm. and ever since that point in time, felt like I was a member of, of the family. And now you guys have two plaques in your family. That's true, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just like what you said, people have been reminding me of things that I've done that I totally forgot about or didn't realize at the time were really important. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, yeah, people have been saying, you remember when you did? And I was like, well, not until you reminded me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yes, I did do that. And yes, yeah. I did do that. So maybe maybe I am deserving. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, the fact that you really didn't think of it as, as being something as special to the people who you did it for, that, that means a lot. And, and you are certainly deserving. Dr. Rebecca Peterson, the newest member of the Apple Hall of Fame. Thanks for taking the time. It's always good seeing you. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. My thanks to Dr. Rebecca Peterson for her time. That was a short but sweet interview uh, that I caught uh, out in the hallway outside the conference room where most of the APA convention took place. And uh, uh, Rebecca was great, uh, grateful uh, or graceful enough to uh, grant me that uh, a short interview. I would really like to, and I plan on getting uh, a longer interview with Rebecca, because she does have a very interesting story. She comes from uh, a very educated past uh, uh, in sociology. Uh, that's what her her science is. And uh, the things she has done uh, in this APA community uh, really need to be talked about. I know she will be somewhat uh, uh, humbled by it, and she doesn't like to talk about it that much. But her and her husband, John, uh, have really done a great job and are uh, icons in this APA community. So again, my thanks to Rebecca, and we hope to get her on uh, at some point in time very shortly to do a full-scale interview. Up next, well, probably the biggest surprise and uh, maybe the uh, biggest travesty of the APA convention, uh, the third Hall of Fame inductee was moi. Yeah, I, I, and I honestly could say I had absolutely no idea that that was coming. Um, I, I, I was blown away by it. Uh, I, I think that, first of all, there are many other people who uh, are part of this APA community uh, that deserve a, a Hall of Fame induction more than I. But uh, uh, to know that uh, the folks out there who really appreciate this podcast, and I do get a lot of people who go out of their way uh, to say thanks for for keeping uh, uh, this community and this game and this company relevant uh, through your podcast. And I know, I look, John Erson deserves all the credit. He's the man uh, behind the curtain that uh, uh, brings out all the great products and really works extremely hard uh, to make everybody uh, who buys the Appa game and who continues to purchase and to enjoy the Appa game. He tries very, very hard to keep that going, and it seems to be working extremely well. But if I can have just a small uh, part in keeping Appa and the game company uh, alive and relevant through the podcast, I'm very happy to do it. So what happened was John Herson decided that I needed to be interviewed, and he would be the very man to do it. Who else better than John Herson? So uh, uh, I guess, uh, I, I hope you enjoy this uh, interview between John Herson and myself, 
as we celebrate my induction into the APA Hall of Fame. Hello, everyone. This is a very, very special This Week in ABBA podcast. Uh, this is John Herson, who still is desperately trying to find something he can do well in this community. <laughs> and I'm interviewing John the Voice Asselon. Uh, it's Sunday morning. We're outside in hot, balmy Atlanta. Uh, we were going to do this at 2 a.m., but <laughs> we couldn't figure out how to get this thing started. Uh, Friday night, John? You were inducted in the Hall of Fame, ABBA Hall of Fame, class of 2020. Is that correct? Yeah, about time, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why were you inducted in the Hall of Fame? Did they uh, explain what, what you've done that allowed you to deserve this award? I'm still trying to figure it out, but uh, during the, uh, the, the open, I guess the induction speech by Greg Wells, who does such a great job at, at kind of emceeing this, this whole weekend, um, he mentioned a podcast, and I thought, "Oh, he mentioned a podcast. That's nice. Like you know, that that's that. I'm glad that some you know somebody really enjoys it." And uh, and then he kept going and kept going. Then he says, "You know, the way things are, people need to know get information." And now they and I thought, "You, you this ain't happening." <laughs> and then when he said, uh, "Come on up uh, as the next member of the Hall of Fame, John Aslan," I I was floored. I I really didn't. I kind of I kind of floated up there to the. To the front of the room, but uh, it, it was really a, a shock, and I, I'm not kidding when I say that I was totally blown away by it. But uh, uh, you know, if if just <clears throat> if if it just means that this community appreciates what I do and and what I'm trying to do in expanding the the horizons of of APA uh, games, uh, I, I that's all that that's all I need to know. No, is we were going to do this where it would be one word answers to questions. Uh, you say I drone on uh, Friday at, or Thursday in the office. Uh, we were talking about listenership numbers. Yeah. Well, Greg Wells was. Yeah. Uh, is it true that there are seven listeners, or did he really mean seven hundred listeners? <laughs> I think he meant somewhere between seven and seven hundred. Um, Hey, listen. There are some shows that don't get as much uh, uh, play as others, and uh, but uh, you are always at the top of the list. You're That's always running, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're all waiting for you to say something important or something interesting, and they keep on coming in, John. But uh, but you know what? It, it, even if it is seven people and they enjoy the podcast. Um, uh, that, that's really that that's really all it is is like when they say if I can just change you know one life or but it, you know it's fun and every time I do a podcast and and at the end the person you know I thank them I just thank them for calling me back so I'm not sitting there waiting <laughs> but when I thank them for doing the program and then they say at the end listen we really appreciate what you're doing for the for the Apple community I, I, that that means everything to me and and it's uh, and again doesn't matter how many people listen just that some do and that they get something out of it. Now you've had the 2021's been a really good year for you. That's you're true. Newly that is true. And now you're in the ABBA Hall of Fame. If you had to rate these two events, <laughs> I think we're having trouble with our with our transmission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's this bird out here making crackling noise. No, it's been a it's been a great year for you. Uh, what is your reaction to the convention this year? I mean, it's been 26 months. I haven't laughed so hard yeah. for so long that yeah. I can't remember. What's what? What's your reaction? What's your takeaway going to be from this? Well, well, I was talking with Brian Wells, did a lengthy uh, interview with him. Of course, Brian's the son of Greg Wells, and, and he also does a great job reading the rules and just being a, a, an ambassador uh, to this community. And we were both saying it is such a big release, I think, for everybody here. I mean, they're seeing people that they seen for years in the past and had to go a year without without seeing them without enjoying their hobby face to face without having the tournaments uh the 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 inductions which a lot of people enjoy the dinner um it was it was and i've only been to one prior to this and that was 2019 um but the difference i think was that it, it just seemed like everybody took in a deep breath and exhaled it uh, the, this entire weekend, and and I can only hope that we can get through this latest 
uh, bout with with COVID and, and all of its variants and uh, and we can move on and not have to think about this in the back of our minds. But to be honest with you and, and to finish it up, I just think it was a big relief for everybody to get together and have a great time this weekend. Yeah, this is a family reunion where you want to see everyone. And I think the highlight was we honored Skeet Car Friday. We all wore a special t-shirt thanking Skeet for 57 years uh, working for ABBA, but more importantly, just the, the great, great guy he is. Sure. And at the end, uh, Greg Wells uh, and Skeet sat down for a question and answer. We had Fritz Light call in yeah. with some comments, which are very, very moving. And then Skeet stole the show with the interview, <laughs> didn't he? He was, he was great. That's, and, and I forget who said it, but they, they leaned into me and they said, this is the most I've heard Skeet talk in 40 years. <laughs> and he was. And he started out kind of tentative. You know, we, you know Skeet way better than me. But he is just an unassuming guy, doesn't like any attention put towards him. But, boy, once he got that microphone in his hand, by the second question, he was off and running. The first question uh, Greg Wells asked, Skeet answered yes. Yes. And that's the Skeet most of us know is he's very soft-spoken. He doesn't waste words like John and I do, especially me. And I thought, this is going to be great. And afterwards, I said, Skeet, you did a great job. He said, you know, it's fun. I was sorry as was Yeah, right. So, um, congratulations, brother. John. Uh, I mean, you, you, who would have thought saying yes to those tickets and sitting on that yeah. couch for three hours would have led to this? But uh, it's well-deserved. Folks, please, we got room for plenty of more folks down here. Uh, don't worry if you think you're not good enough to play. That's not it. it it's all about friendship, camaraderie, and please, uh, next year we're going back to the after Father's Day weekend, June 23rd through the 26th. Uh, room rates will be posted in the next week or two at the block. Uh, come on down here. Uh, you know, the more the merrier. And like I said, all I've done is laugh since Wednesday and uh, seeing an old friend. So. Well, well, John, I'll just say one more thing, and I don't want to you know, embarrass you, but the the amount of work that you do all year long for this community and for uh, to, to put this game out and all the different games and all the different versions and all the different sets, um, and then you come here and we get to see and talk to you and, and see the work you put into this weekend is – it's really amazing, and and a lot of people have talked about the, the the history of this company and how at one point they thought it was going to not be around anymore. That uh, before you took it over, that uh, the game company was ending, it was bankrupt, it was wasn't going to be an entity anymore. But um, just I think I'm 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 saying what everybody here wants to say is thank you so much for what you do for the company. It's a it's a labor of love for you, I, I think, <clears throat> as much as it is a labor of love for me to do the podcast and be part of this. So, uh, and, and, and again, what you said is right. There's plenty of room down here for more folks. Uh, once you come down here, I don't care. Everybody's going to have their trepidations about, oh, I don't know these people. I, come down. They will just bring you in. John Cochran said it the best. If you don't want to be a part of this, we will drag you into this and then you you won't be able to get out. You will love every second of it and he's exactly right. And we miss guys like uh, Jim Shea and, and uh, Dom Provisiero and, uh, and Nick Rocha. And I mean, you know, they weren't able to come and I, I'm, I'm missing a, a few others too, but the ones that did get here have had a great time. You will too if you show up. You got it. Thanks, John. All right. Let's go back in. My thanks to John Herson for conducting my Hall of Fame interview. And fortunately, we kept it short. No need to belabor it. Uh, I, I think to try to keep John Herson to an interview, whether he is conducting it or he is the subject of it, and to keep it under 10 minutes uh, is incredible. And I think I figured out how he, he needs to ask the questions and someone else needs to answer them. But he did a great job. I appreciate uh, him and, and, as I said, everything that he does. And I also want to thank uh, the entire Apple community for accepting me 
uh, bringing me in uh, to their world, uh, listening and supporting the podcast. Uh, it means the world to me, and 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 even uh, the fact that uh, the powers that be, whoever it was that uh, decided that I was worthy of the Hall of Fame, I still don't believe that I am. But uh, for those of, that do and that got uh, that done, uh, thank you a thousand times. I, I really appreciate it. It is an honor, um, and uh, it is something that I will uh, cherish uh, for the rest of my life, and I appreciate it. Just. Uh, uh, just, I, I really have, uh, have have learned how to love this community and to uh, be able to bring uh, stories out in people when I when I interview them. So, some that don't talk very much at all, or or people after I've done the interview say, "Boy, I didn't know that about so and so," or "I didn't know that about the game company," or "I didn't uh, know that about uh, these different games or sets." and uh, uh, that that's really what it's all about. So thank you everybody uh, for uh, all that uh, you do uh, in keeping the APA game company alive and for what you do for each other uh, in the APA community. Uh, John mentioned uh, the question and answer uh, uh, night with Whiskey Car conducted by Greg Wells. That was the first podcast of uh, our uh, APA convention series, uh, this being the second part. So if you haven't listened to that, go back, find that. The uh, Q&A with Skeet Carr was actually the official episode number 100. This, well, I'm going to call it episode 100A uh, or B, I guess, uh, because it's the second part of a series of, uh, uh, of podcasts that are going to uh, be about the APA convention 2021. My next podcast is just going to be a hodgepodge. I talked to a whole bunch of people, very short snippets of a lot of the folks that were there this weekend. Uh, So I'm going to put that all together. I'm still in the midst of editing that and uh, I'm going to get that out. And it's just going to be a wide array of uh, the chats that I had with certain people, mostly very short, but uh, always very entertaining. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I also have an interview that I did at a convention with Brian Wells, the son of Greg Wells and another Hall of Famer. Uh, That uh, was a little more lengthy one, and I'll uh, use that as a standalone podcast. So a lot coming up, and uh, we hope you will uh, chime in, and we hope that you will be a part of it and uh, send me any feedback uh, that you would like, uh, positive or not, if you have any ideas for the show or or things that you would like to see. uh, Let me know. You can send a one-minute voicemail through the uh, anchor podcast site, or you can find me on Facebook, uh, or you can also uh, uh, get me uh, through the website, the uh, This Week in Appa uh, website on Facebook as well. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back again very shortly with more from the 2021 Appa Convention. Until then, I'm John Aslan saying so long and thanks for listening to This Week in Appa.